Today, we're catching up with 7CTO's founder, Etienne, about his framework for CTOs and the upcoming 0111 conference. You're listening to Joel Beasley, Modern CTO. Tell me about this, uh, you know, this is news to me, the CTO levels. I literally went to your LinkedIn page to see if I could get the 0111 logo. And I saw this new CTO levels project. And I thought to myself, how have we not talked about this? The only time I've heard you mention CTO levels, I thought it was in the context of some type of program you ran inside of seven CTOs as like a coaching thing. Yes, Um you know, CTO Levels kind of developed a life of its own. Um, I initially created it because I was having a real problem leveling people inside of peer groups. And I think you and I both know, we've talked to thousands of CTOs. What is a CTO? And depends on the stage of the company and blah, blah, blah. You know, a technical CTO. Non so there's just, there's so many nuances around the role that me, as a peer group organization, had a real problem, which was people want to join the organization. It's a, it's a, it's a high-end organization. And I was having a real problem trying to match people and put them in the right forums. Um, because sometimes even a enterprise CTO wants to be with the brutally early startups because they want to have innovative thoughts and thinking. So I developed CTO levels to be able to say, almost instantly what level your company needs to be at based on two things, the people size or that reports into the CTO, the team size, and the budget that's been allocated for that team. Using only those two numbers, I can tell you, hey, CEO, your company is supposed to be operating at level six. Then I do an assessment with the CTO and we do a traffic light assessment and it's red, green, and yellow. And wherever they hit their first reds, that's where we say, but your tech organization is stuck at level two. So I have this brilliant six slash two thing going on. You should be at a six and this, even the CEO understands levels, like the, a, a number, Oh, I should be at six. Uh, but then we're able to share with the CEO, the company, with the help of the CTO, where the organization is stuck at. And that could be things like, hey, I'm uh, at level six, so I should be having psychological safety. I should be having team topologies. I should be having a VP of engineer, just, just off the top of my head. And let's say, for instance, you're not able to hire your VP of engineering, like, hey, Etienne, can you please coach me because we can't hire a VP of engineering? The first thing I say, well, let's go look at your levels. And the problem that they're facing more often than not has got nothing to do with the hiring funnel and the blah, blah, blah. It's all the things that have been neglected in the lower levels. And so... Initially, I wanted it to just be a leveling exercise so we can put the, the same the level adjacent people into the same forums. Now, I've built a whole uh, open source, well, I guess it's free for all, at ctolevels.com. You can actually go, it's a public notion, and it has the whole levels broken down, all the playbooks, 
all the all the documents you need to actually be a great CTO according to the levels framework. And for that, I co-founded a, a company because there's just more work, there's too much work. And, and also I am good in certain things and bad in other things. I'm good in vision and, and really terrible in details. So I co-founded CTO Levels with uh, Kathy Keating and Scott Graves. And the three of us are now the curators of what's happening inside of Levels. And from that, we're going to launch a licensing program, a certification program. And I'm hoping that finally a non-institutionalized certification program where CTOs can genuinely go and study how to be a great CTO. Wow, that was a long answer. That's super interesting, though. CTOlevels.com. And you can go, I think you can scroll down to the, yeah, you can, on, on each one of those levels, you can click and you'll read up on what the things are. And honestly, the framework's very impressive. I remember that graphic you shared a long time ago, that CTO yes. levels, it was like an earlier version of what's yeah, on you, your homepage. You, you, actually, you actually, through our friendship, you actually saw one of the very early iterations of it. Yeah. And what's what's been amazing is while I do take credit for creating the framework, uh, the, the high level of it, it's been unbelievable to see, you know, Kathy's level 10 plus experience come in and actually She's writing a lot of those blocks. Uh, Scott has got insane fractional CTO experience. And so garnering from the industry and, 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 and upgrading the playbooks and the documents has been, has been insane. So really anybody who, honestly, any tech organization who just wants to get a sense of industry, where they are and where they should be, this assessment is growing stronger, you know, every month as we do more and more of these assessments. So, yes. like I said, I'm very br- proud of it. I do want to Brene Brown the shit out of this. So, I want yeah. fractional CTOs using this, getting licensed, getting certified. I want people to feel really proud, even on LinkedIn. Hey, I'm a level so-and-so. But, you know, this is the other thing. It's not an aspirational thing. I mean, we're not saying you should all be level 10 CTOs. We're saying... A level 10 CTO is just a very different CTO to a level 3. And you might never want to be at the level 10 because that's just the stuff that you don't actually want to do. You want to be in startup land and you want to innovate and, and do sort of uns, unspecced work. Uh, you know, then you're in the lower levels. If you're starting to, to scale and go multinational and you're starting to, you know, be sort of a sales-oriented CTO, you're probably going to aim for the for the higher levels. Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? You, it's a good way to check against your peers and in the industry the maturity of your organization in relationship to the maturity of the line of business, right? Absolutely, and we've had more conversations now with CEOs who, who, who also understand the framework, not maybe not the intricacies of the framework. But, you know, it's two numbers. It's fairly simple to understand that. And so it's been, it's been, a, it's been, a, it's been crazy. I mean, I, I feel like I've had it forever. This is how much work has gone into it. And it's only been like maybe, maybe a year or, or two that it's had this incarnation. Mm. Well, let's talk about the 0111 conference. <laughs> I had to make sure I get all the ones in there. I had to look at the graphic. 
Yeah, Thank you. Ones. Thank you. What is that conference? When is it? And how can people buy tickets? Well, I am super thankful. Uh, I know we are rushing this conversation a little bit, so I, I appreciate your time and um, squeezing this in. 0111 is our annual CTO conference. Uh, seven CTOs, as we all know, is a peer group membership organization. So once a year, we invite all our CTOs to come to San Diego in November 1, 2, and 3 and spend some time together. And, uh, you know, I am sort of a led-by-my-heart kind of guy. So it's a heart-centered tech community. So the conference reflects that. So there's a lot of work that happens, you know, just sort of on our being and how we show up, as well as... Uh, some tech forward thinking. So two days, the first day we focus a bit on building your business. We're going to go through some workshops around, let's go through an M&A exercise together and we're going to have some worksheets and actually do like a due diligence together. We're going to talk about some time management tricks in the business. Anything that sort of raises your business acumen and then on the second day, we're going to go deep on um, AI with uh, a few experts in the field, not only pontificating about it, but like we're going to open our laptops and we're going to fine tune some LLMs together. It's going to demystify a lot of all the AI hype right now with CTOs who eat and sleep and have been drinking AI or I guess neural networks for 10 plus years all the way to CTOs who have used these tools that are available today to actually have a business impact in their companies. And so a lot of CTOs I find, and I'm sure you see this as well, is, you know, there's a plethora of tools coming out. The VC industry is backing this like crazy. So it's a really, it's a, it's a really tough time right now to decide what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And then, of course, there's this whole issue with your data so we're going to answer all those questions together at 0111 in a workshop-style conference. We only have about a, a hundred people, you know, sometimes 150 people, depends on just each year. So up to about 150 people. So it's a, it's a small, intimate affair. We're going to go to the Hard Rock uh, Hotel downtown San Diego, and people can go to 0111 conf c-o-n-f dot com to get some tickets do we have a special code for modern cto listeners yes mcto we will have an mcto coupon code where mm -hmm. people uh, we love it when guests so people ask me is it only for seven ctos members am i going to be recruited absolutely not this is not a sales conference this is really like a homecoming vibe where our members come from all around the world. They're happy to see each other. They spend a lot of time on Zoom calls as they do their forums, their monthly meetings. So this has got a real homely vibe of people who really you know, are, are in relationship with each other. And I love it when guests come because we get to know new and interesting people um, who can also share when we do the workshops together. So do it. Yeah. I can actually speak a little bit to that. While I haven't been to the Zero One 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 conference specifically, I have been to Etienne's seven CTO events, and even there, they're not 
like recruity and pushy or anything like that. Everyone's just kind of hanging out, having a good time. And yeah, it's, it's definitely a, the environment that you describe it as. Thank you. That was when we were doing the Texas thing. Ribs together at the Salt ribs. Lake. Yes. Ribs at the Salt Lake. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Were you already in Nashville then or were you still cruising the... I was still cruising around. Still cruising. Yeah. Were you secretly trying to find a new place to move to? Was that like, I wasn't aware that you were actually looking at relocating or was that not? We on didn't the- know what we were doing. Now, the moment we decided to not do the RV thing, we were in North Carolina at the time and it was snowing and we couldn't get the RV to be really warm. And it was about six in the morning and we're laying there next to each other. We we're freezing. And I just said, we need I think we're done. It's been about a year. I think we're good and we need to not be cold. And we went on Zillow and bought a house the next day. We also made the decision between continuing for a year, like trying to go somewhere warm, get the RV somewhere warm or having another child. And we were like, we got to go for child three because you don't want to be pregnant in an RV. That's for sure. Right. You know, Um, uh, weather, weather based decisions. I mean, that's, we did that as well. I mean, we lived when we moved to Germany, we didn't realize that we were moving to the town with the highest average rainfall in the whole of Germany. And, you know, when you hear that cognitively, you're like, oh, you know, we'll make it work. But then you start realizing, hang on, there's actually a deficiency. You actually get sadder by the week. And yes, the worst part about that is, is you don't actually realize what's going on. You just think that you're becoming a depressed person and you're questioning the meaning of life. no. It's just that your skin needs some sunlight. And the day I realized this was when we went to a, uh, they were forecasting good weather, still overcast, So we just, and it was hot. So we decided to go to a public pool and swim with the Germans. And dude, there was a moment where the clouds parted ways and the sun, sun shone through and the beams hit my skin. And I felt a joy that I was like, oh my goodness, this is, this has been what's been going on. So within months, we left that town and we, we moved to San Diego. Yeah. But uh, thank you, man. Special code 0111conf.com, correct? And yep. the special code is MCTO, like modern CTO. And if you go to the website, you'll see accommodation options. You'll see some insights into the speakers. And um, more than the speakers, it's going to be a great vibe. You're going to be with your people. And you're going to shake my hand. And it's it's a $12,000 ticket with a $13,000 discount. So... Yes. Uh, every yes. time you fill out a form, Etienne's going to send you $1,000. <laughs> this is how you do it. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this episode useful, please share it with a friend or a colleague who you think would get value from it. And if you have topics that you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast, either add me on LinkedIn or send me an email, joel at moderncto.io. Every time I get an email or LinkedIn message, it absolutely makes my day and inspires me to keep going.